Canadian Cock. Okay. I think we're live. Episode 12 is what we're here for, people. We got new gear, we got a new mic. We got shit rocking. We got shit popping. I was just in the middle of this crazy video. The story the new footage tells Apparently, there is some new body cam footage of the George Floyd thing. So anyway, oh, to intro, uh, other than I'm watching a video while I do this. Um, we got the new setup in the studio. This is episode 12, Canadian Talk with Stefan, me. And uh, we talk about Canadian stuff. We try to be funny. The main thing, anybody who is just tuning into this should know and should know about every episode that's been done so far and in the future is that we... I am only trying to make jokes. So I have some useful information, but... Mostly, I'm just trying to be funny. Uh, if you can take anything that's insightful from the jokes, then you go for it. Uh, and you make your own decisions and opinions from that. Other than that, I'm trying to be crazy because I want to be funny. So that's, uh, that's every episode, including this one. So nothing I ever say should be taken seriously. You can take it seriously, but just um, don't take it as anything more than a joke, right? Yeah, we got two mics now. We got uh, uh, a proper microphone for the cameras so that I can sync the videos and the audios properly. Uh, all kinds of good stuff like that. Um, all right, here we go. Woo! Episode 12. I'm here. I did it. I did it. I've been taking a couple of weeks off. Uh, I've missed two weeks. And to this one today will be, will be late because today's Thursday. They're supposed to be published on Wednesday. Also, I'm drinking Pabst and not Great Western. Thanks to Great Western for sponsoring the podcast unofficially with no money but wonderful beer to fuel me. Except for this time, I'm drinking a different beer because it was cheaper. So, apparently, we've got quite a few things to talk about because we've been away for quite a while, but most of them aren't that funny. But, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, apparently there's some George Floyd... Uh, footage uh, with the body cam of the cop, Mr. Chauvin there, and apparently it shows that the that the Floyd character was pretty crazy, like acting um, pretty scary and stuff, which isn't good for his case. It isn't good for the whole movement, to be honest with you. But anyway, let's stop talking about that. Who cares about that? But that's, that is what's current on that, is there's apparently body cam footage that people are looking at and saying, whoa, whoa. I would have been afraid of this dude, too. Okay. So, yeah, that's that. What else do we got? Oh, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, or was it this morning? Isn't it strange that, like, one day means someday, or, like, a, a medium amount of time, and today means right now? What? That doesn't make sense. Um, what was the other thing I was thinking about? That I'm happy to be back. I know I'm happy to be back. It's the middle of summer. It's hot. I'm hot right now because the uh, studio doesn't have AC. It's better in the winter. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, the studio doesn't have AC. 
So it's a little bit hot in here. <coughs> a little bit muggy. Uh, yeah. So podcast, podcast. So what else we got? What what else do we got? I got my Canadian Talk uh, T-shirt on, which is pretty cool. Those will be in the merch store on the website. Uh, I'm going to be bottling up my sweat from this podcast, uh, putting it in a vial, and I'll be selling that on the website as well. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Mom, if, if anybody who knows me is listening, just turn it off right now. I don't want you to hear anything past this, because I got some stories that are coming up that I don't really want anybody to hear. other than people that are looking to just laugh and who don't know me. Let me see. Let me see. Um, thanks to anybody who listens to the podcast. We're very new. Uh, I don't know if anybody will listen. Uh, maybe somebody will zoom back to this in the future. I, I'm so appreciative of anybody who takes the time to listen. I, what am I here now? Five minutes in. So most people have already tuned out by now, <coughs> based on the ad- analytics on YouTube. Most people tune out by around 20, 22 minutes, but uh, 70% of the audience by nine minutes. <laughs> that, that can improve. you got to focus on the progression. At least people are listening for nine minutes. Um, you know, I'm pretty boring anyway, so I kind of get it. Uh, you know, I, I'm just here to make a funny show, a free show for people who uh, just want to sit down and listen to somebody prattle about while they don't have to think about prattling. You know, it's kind of like uh, I think for you in a way. That's kind of what I see it as, like just like how how they do it on the Rogan Experience. You know, he has some pretty impressive people to interview, which is awesome. Uh, that's how she goes, though. You know, way down the line, he's been doing it for 30 years. But you got to start somewhere. Maybe in 30 years I'll be able to uh, interview, like, I don't know, somebody important. Somebody mildly important. That'd be all right. <coughs> uh, I've got some anecdotes. I've got some... Man, I was going to light the fire just for the, the sake of the gimmick of this show because that's kind of part of this show is lighting the fire. But I, I'm too hot. I think I would melt myself if I lit the fire, so... Um, I bet you if I hit the uh, convection fan, it would probably turn on without even having the fire on. Um, yeah, the uh, the old lady, uh, the the gamer wannabe, is gonna come in hopefully in a little while here to be the half halftime producer. So anything I can think of that I need searched and so she, uh, uh, I'm gonna be hopefully having a more permanent producer. But for now. She will be the producer because she does a pretty good job at searching for shit and stuff. And she has a good sense of humor, so that's all right. But uh, I don't want her to be a full host. There's a limit to this, people. Uh, I'm not Tom Segura. Even though I'd love to be Tom Segura. I was surprised the other day I looked at Facebook. Uh, If any of you even know who he is, if you follow other comics, more famous ones, I assume you would follow more famous comics if you follow me. Because I'm a very not famous comic. Uh, Tom Segura, uh, he I, I thought I thought he was more famous than uh, than Bert Kreischer, but Bert <laughs> Bert is about ten times as famous as Tom, which I was like, I was surprised to see that. 
Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, I've got, got lots of new guests that I've got scheduled. Um, oh, man, I want to talk about that last, that last episode with... Oh, the last episode I put on was the second half of the Nigel episode, which, is, which, which, which was good. Uh, I forget most of what we talked about. Um, I want to talk about the Daniel Boardman episode because holy shit that was so cool to do that what a, what a, what an interview that guy, like man i just it's annoying though because after you just wish you were smarter you wish you were quicker you wish there was things that you would have asked um that you didn't think of in the moment just because it's intimidating or something like that you know uh or you you know or you just didn't think of it in the moment it's upsetting but yeah i managed to have him on the show which is amazing uh that's pretty cool i uh you know i mean Daniel, I hope you listen to this. You're a bit Islamophobic. The more I watch your stuff, but also you're not, because I get, I think that Islam. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're not Islamophobic, but you, you're you're phobic of 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 you're worried about things, and it seems to be that some of your highest worries are are Islam a little bit, which is like I oh I was going to say is very justified. I'm sure that Sam Harris, who is a very smart intellectual that I got a lot of my f- early knowledge from would agree with you that Islamophobia is one of the easiest phobias to have, in t- especially in terms of the religion department and pol- political fears, if you're going to have some political fears and such. Because um, it is a scary religion. I know, we all know, anybody who watches it knows that at its core it, you know, kill the infidel or whatever. So, yeah, anyway, scary religion, but I don't, I don't want to get on their bad side either, so I don't even want to talk about it. But uh, yeah, so um, it's good that I I I I I, I mostly I'm, I stutter. Um, I gotta think of the name of that comedian who stutters. He's pretty good. He's good, became amazingly famous. Um, I admire uh, I admire Daniel's courage most of all, like um, with how he takes on a lot of these taboo topics. Right, right, right. Takes them right in the face. He just goes out there and just slams it out there you know he's not afraid of anything like and also i didn't know much about him all i saw originally was his following you know and how he is very political and he's quite smart and he's kind of right-leaning so and he's a political pundit so i wanted to see what he has to say about some of that uh, um some of his anti-liberal jargon and such and that was good uh but then you know and then i kind of I can't believe lawsuits. I know that lawsuits are flash. They're na- by nature they're flashes in the pan. So you know when you hear about a lawsuit, they're always way higher than what is even possible for settlement. But like he has a, like a, some sort of two million dollar lawsuit against him and that kind of stuff. That's crazy. That's so upsetting that 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 can happen. You know, like he's just out there trying to trying to critique our politicians. That's what I thought the whole system was for. And then he gets sued by one of the politicians for libel or for for fucking defamation or whatever you call it. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So, anyway, two point five million dollars or something—that's crazy. The kid, like, you can't get that much out of. What else? What else? Um, all I can say is I know that anybody who listens to this too knows that this is that this is uh, my, my dream 
uh, you know, some people want to be surgeons. Some people want to be engineers. I thought I wanted to be an engineer because I thought that engineering was actually, actually utilizing math. But it really isn't. You're not an engineer when you utilize math. You're an inventor. If you're going to invent something, something that nobody's ever done, that, that engineering is supposed to be creation of things. That, like, that's what I thought it was. And that, but what that means in modern day is construction, which is boring. And you have to deal with people that aren't so, so clean cut. And it's just really not what I thought engineering was going to be. And, uh, you know, so, but this is what I, this is what I want to do. I want to, I want to talk about, about, about current events and, and current issues and things like that. Not talk about them in any serious way, but just, just, just spreading information because I think the internet is underrated. I think that uh, spreading information, people having knowledge and a, and a habitual information flow every day, like uh, listening to a podcast and having somebody feed you some of the current events and talk about them and stuff, that can be a, habitu- a habitually positive thing to do, I, I, I think, because uh, not just because I did it with Rogan and a lot of my habits and stuff, but just because habits are always good and information flow is always good the more information the better and because uh, man I think some of the things that make me the saddest in modern day is well I what makes me super sad is like imbalance of power when you see somebody who's vulnerable and gets taken advantage of but that happens sometimes that happens to the strong in terms of information and like I mean I think I think oh I think I'm kind of accidentally stumbled into the core of what systemic oppression is right that's what that's what they talk about in that right like the the african-american feels that that systemically they've been oppressed uh, even though they are interpreted by many as strong they they say that they've been oppressed so it's interesting stumbled into that one so yeah uh funny anecdote um <laughs> i kind of i'm this is kind of i'm taking this from a different comedian that i kind of heard talk about it but it's interesting how women uh if any man who's ever been to, let's say, a dinner party or something like that and uh, maybe had a little discussion that was less than less than friendly with some, some friends, uh, well, you know, while you're at a dinner party, they bring up one of the taboo topics like politics or religion. And, you know, you start having a good proper discussion and maybe the, 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 the females in the room aren't quite as, as conditioned to confrontation or, or those types of things. And, you know, then the wife... The wife treats the what your many men out there. Your wife at the dinner party. Your wife will treat you like how she treats your dog meeting another str- dog or stray dog at the park, where she'll go no no quiet no growling no growling. No matter what is said, even though it doesn't matter what the dogs are saying to each other, you get mad at your own dog for even growling. I hope that the point gets across on that. It feels a lot like the same kind of thing when you're at a dinner party. So. The other thing I want to mention, that which I'm going to try and mention this every episode too, is a lot of times I'll tell stories that are completely lies or completely fake. Uh, even though this show is boring anyway, I'm, I'm, I try to tell stories that are exaggerated in many cases. Uh, well, I mean, I'll always say if a story is completely true, but if I don't say that a story is completely true, I'm probably lying. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, okay, so, so, Daniel, so we got Nigel part two, which was good, we're just, that's just two engineers talking about, about, about how crazy simple all the problems are in the world, 
yet we can't solve them. So that's pretty mainstream. Any engineer would be used to that conversation. Daniel, uh, I think he said that he was in psychology, which is very interesting. Or I might be getting that wrong. If I'm getting that wrong, I'm so, so, so sad. Hold on, I got a paper right here of our conversation. I wrote down what his education was. I forget. Jessica Yaniv. I forget who she is, too. She Oh, she did something crazy with taking advantage of being a transsexual person. <coughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, no, Daniel is a fun guy to talk to. He he is so so insightful and uh and smart, you know. Um what is that about? What is it about that? I've been pondering a lot about the whole <laughs> This is so taboo, but I've been pondering a lot about why exactly the Nazis wanted to kill the Jews. What was up with that? Why did they pick the Jews? Like uh were they jealous? I mean, German people are smart typically they're technical thinkers were they just uber jealous about the Jewish people being like smart in a different way because I don't know but Jewish people are smart in all ways so I don't know if it's a jealousy thing or what but it makes no sense because really it's strange how I, I don't know a lot about you know World War II but I know that they were killing you know handicapped folks and and, and they always say oh we, they targeted Jews mostly but they're white as well. So what were they also were they also tar targeting off race people or like <sighs> interesting, you know? The other thing that's kind of funny and I don't mean <laughs> this is not pro Hitler, but sometimes if you meet a German person, uh and I mean this is a compliment to all German people, they they really are uh the Lamborghini of whites. <sighs> Lamborghini of whites. Yep. They are smart, those Germans. They're technical thinkers. Their women have wonderful pudgy cheeks. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say, what was it? Um, I, if you're listening to this, I commend you, again. Because podcasts are so new. They're, they're not new... I mean, they've been around for about 20 or 30 years now, this form of kind of internet video streaming, audio streaming for information. But, you know, if you found me, you're, you're doing deep dives. You're looking into local podcasts. You see podcasts as a, as a mainstream form now of information input, which is, which is commendable. So I wanted to commend anybody who's listening, who's not, if you're related to me, thanks for listening, and I appreciate you listening to me. Uh, but you may be just looking for something to make fun of me of with this but <laughs> it'll be hard to find because that's you know if you want to know if anybody out there wants to know why I do long form it's basically the whole sardine method you know the safety in numbers thing I see that as also a thing with, with talking uh, Joe Rogan really fucking god damn it I've mentioned him so many times already in this first 20 minutes he, he really employs that, and it really works. If you're constantly talking, and you're constantly positive, and you're constantly saying good things, when you, then when it comes time to, the odd time to delve into something that's not so positive or a little bit taboo, you, can't, you don't have to worry so much for being misconstrued because you're 
your your ethos is out there. You know, people won't be like, oh, this guy's just a Nazi. All we've seen from him is, is him saying, <laughs> you know, oh, I'm not so sure about about uh, about Black Lives Matter or, you know, or whatever, it, whatever opinion somebody might express. Uh, and then they'll just think that you're just that one opinion. When you do long form, it eliminates that issue, uh, in my opinion. And I know it can create a lot of boredom and a lot, not a lot of people have all the time in the world to listen to this stuff. That's what's unfortunate. But it can be cut up. The internet does that because there's all these reward systems for other people on their page, right? I don't do this a lot, I, but I know there's a lot of pages that, you know, they cut up other people's stuff just to get subscribers, and then they have their own types of content. You know, I think that they do do, do value by cutting up other people's stuff and, and spreading that information. Uh, I, I think it's a little bit, kind of a little bit gross to take other people's stuff, but if you're, if you're spreading it and if you're being positive about it, and you're just clipping out stuff that's good and not trying to, to slander people, then I really think that you're being overall helpful. Unless if somebody needs to be taken down, because they're not, they're not somebody who should be communicating with the public. Yeah, uh, man, is it hot. Uh, I, I'm not sure that I'll be able to do the standard two or three hour podcast. Oh, door just closed itself. <clears throat> I'm not sure I'll be able to do the standard two or three hour podcast today, because I may pass out. I've got these two beers for, for um, sustenance, but that may not keep me going. I uh, I want to have a thermometer in here because then I can give like a live update of what the temp is <laughs> while while I do these because right now it's got to be it's got to be let me check my pulse here it's got to be at least plus thirty in here oh oh man I'm so happy to be back podcasting uh, I'm so happy to be back so yeah I took a break because it's the middle of summer I was taking some time off. There was a lot of stuff happening, so I knew there was no shortage of, of material, things to talk about. Um, so that's good. Uh, I also took a break because I was doing some work on some of my properties and such, um, which is important. You gotta, you know, you gotta keep your money right these days. What was that other thing I was gonna say? <sighs> Man, it's funny how you have these trains of thought that are like tunnels, and if you miss them. You just can't you can't come back to them sometimes. <sighs> so yeah, my main point, back to Daniel. He is not Islamophobic, but he he is looking out for everybody in terms of Canadian culture and he doesn't want to see our culture sullied. That's clear. And um that's good. Ultimately I think that's a good thing. So that's why I had him on, and I hope he, you know, keeps his sanity and doesn't get too too crazy with focusing on one target. Like, uh, I didn't think he was going to be quite so obsessed with the with the da- with the uh, O'Toole person or the guy who's suing him. But I would be too, I guess, if somebody was suing me for a million plus dollars. What the fuck? And I had this guy on my podcast. He has to trust our civil courts for that. It makes all of my little residential tenancy cases that I get pissed about. You know, about having to pay for somebody's couch that I didn't break or something. It makes my stuff look small ball. Small ball. You know? Fucking legal system is scary. So, you know, I guess I would be obsessed with somebody too if I was if they were suing me for two and a half million dollars and, and had all mm-hmm. kinds of money. Like he's apparently rich and shit too. That's such bullying. It's such adult bullying. Sometimes the legal system really does come down to adult bullying. Like 
it's one of the main reasons I don't want to go into the legal system because it's it's no different than when I was in engineering. By the way, okay, I've got two things I wanted to talk about. You know, one of the main problems I had with engineering uh, uh, was some of the first jobs I had, not not just with the companies I was with, but like with the jobs I was having to do. You take advantage of people when you when you make these drawings for them for so much money, and you make them cease their work work practices and stuff because they need certain things approved. It's very unfair. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, and and how about this? The particular place that I worked at. So I'm a I'm a civil I'm a civil and geological engineer, and I specialize in structures. Um, but I'm not a full engineer yet. I'm just an engineer in training because I have only three, three and a half years of experience. Um, you need four. Used to be one, then it was two, now it's four. Before you know it, it'll be freaking 20. I get why there's lots because I've built a few structures now and I see how complicated it is. I've built them commercially and I've built them residentially per, like for my own things. So I get the experience thing. <coughs> but the, I had a job once as a civil engineer where it was a restoration construction company, meaning I had to go into people's businesses, or, or sorry, somebody would have a disaster like a fire or a flood, and I would have to go in there, and the insurance people would evaluate what needs to be done, right? Okay, they will say this, this, and this, they'll list it. But I'm the person who actually decides, I take the list and I turn it from a quantitative list to a qualitative list, we're deciding what these materials are worth. So essentially, an estimator, right? Like is what you're called. You're called an estimator. And um, I used software for it and everything. So specifically, what my problem with it was, and this sounds very Goodwill Hunting-esque, you know, with the whole clubbing of seals when he works, when the when he's getting into, in Goodwill Hunting, when he's getting interviewed to be, to work at, uh, at the NSA. And he tells a story that ends in him clubbing seals somehow. Um, you know, one of the jobs I had to do, I would have 25 projects active at a time, which was already a ridiculous amount of work. And if I would make 1% mistake on my estimate, my boss would freak out on me, which is crazy. People shouldn't be having to live with that kind of stress at their everyday jobs. And um, I, I had an army veteran come in. He was actually a, he was a colonel or a captain. And our army does not pay shit. I had Nigel in who was with the army, and you could see, like, um, you know, he had, he had certain losses in his family that that allowed him to get insurance money that's the only reason that he's okay financially right now for the most part other people who work in the army they 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 pay you nothing so you end up being fucked and this guy was like a captain and he owned he owned a house in the ghetto in Regina okay and um he was away on some sort of an army mission and his basement uh, a pipe froze i believe and and it and it flooded his basement a little bit and due to the temperature or something along those lines and so he had some flooding in his basement of course he's working every day because he's a high-ranking person in the military so he doesn't have time to fix this flooding or the tools to to, to suck out the water pumps dehumidifiers you know if he had the tools he could fix that in a couple of weeks but instead we have to come in and charge him inexorbitant amounts of money to just get water out of his house and kind of replace the bottom 12 inches of drywall 
and repaint it. It's, it's nothing. And we have to charge him $50,000 for that. And then he doesn't get any insurance because of it. Like there, there was tons of situations where there was super admirable people who had problems where they should have been getting insurance coverage, but they weren't getting insurance coverage. And I couldn't do it anymore. I did it about 20, 30, 50 times at least, and I just couldn't do it anymore. That's probably why the, tur the company that I worked at, the turnover rate for their employees, like you would not work there for more than a couple of years. They had a few like imprisoned, sad souls that had been there for 10 years. They had no hair or no, no, uh, you know, I was going to say something offensive, but you know, just, just no balls. And uh, some of them are there and they're imprisoned. And then there's the odd people coming through that are trying to just get jobs and then see what's actually going on in these companies. Like you're not allowed to, you have relationships with the insurance companies. So you're not allowed to, to try to save these people money. Or if they're getting screwed, there was this one project, oh man, this is boring, it's engineering stuff. But you should, we should all be upset about people getting screwed. Like there was this one farm guy who had a, a, a city electrical pole fall over on his farm and burn part of his house and his, and his detached nice garage that he had. It was a little bit run down and old just because it was old. But just because something's old doesn't mean it doesn't hold its value. It, it had a stone foundation. It had two by eight walls, studs. It had one inch, uh, half inch sheathing. And then it had one inch thick shiplap siding. So I did an estimate on this, on this 20 by 20 garage. And it literally was over $100,000 to replace if we were to do the same type of materials. And that's what this guy wanted. He didn't want vinyl. He didn't want two by four walls and vinyl siding and, uh, and, uh, and a sandy concrete mix from some shitty conc, you know, I don't want to name any concrete mixer places, but you know, they all do, they all put too much sand in and they all put the minimum amount of glue in. We all know this. And that's why concrete cracks that they, that they pour. And that's why his garage would have been one third as good as it would have been before. It would have been worth 20,000 instead of 120,000. So I was having to do this to people and lie and convince them that, oh, it's newer materials. They're better. They're, it's not. So, oh my God, we're at 30 minutes now. This has just been fucking me ranting. What else we got? Oh man, we could get into some of the mainstream events. So that's a 30 minute intro, I guess. I'm just going to rip through a, f a few of these mainstream events just so everybody's up to date on everything that's going on. Um, Oh, I was also going to talk. Uh, I might leave that for the end. A story I've been I've been teasing that a lot of people want to hear is the story of my poker game that I did when I was younger. The big the big thing that changed my personality when I was younger, and I'll explain that that one later on if I don't pass out from heat exhaustion. Uh, man, oh, one of the problems, God, I was trying to hook up my mics to do this two mic thing. Apparently, when you hook two mics up to a laptop, you can't just plug them in, which is friggin' annoying. And the, the laptop doesn't just, oh, we got two mics here, let's listen on both mics. You have to get all this software to make the computer properly recognize the sound, which is a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> when I was in engineering, I used to think that, that like acting school, like art school, all this type of audio-visual stuff was just was easy. You just turn a camera on and turn it off. It's so not easy. Like, there's so much nonsense. Probably more softwares to learn than you have to learn in engineering analysis, to be honest with you and it's more complicated, and it's more in-depth physics. It's more complicated physics than fucking soil mechanics and structures mechanics, which is basically like Legos and connects. 
that's not complicated. Fucking frequencies, audio, video stuff is very complicated. Computer stuff, like, I definitely have turned a corner on that. So, yeah, um, I wanted to... Th so, yeah, I also wanted to just finish by thanking Daniel for coming on. I hope I can have him on again. I mostly just wanted to... You know, I didn't ask him about much stuff political because I don't really care about that. I, I, I like to... I like to joke around with these people uh, who are super serious and just remind them that life is, is about being happy, not about, you know, whatever problems they got going on. And, uh, you know, if they ever talk, feel like talking about some of their stuff, then they can do that. But, uh, man, I might be talking fast because I'm sweating. This is good, though. I think I feel like I'm getting exercise while I do this podcast. I'm going to lose, like, several liters of water. And I'm still only a third of the way through my first beer. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, um... One funny thing, to stay on that same vein about wife treating their, their men like like stray dogs uh, at a dinner party. Um, yeah, like, uh, you're at a dinner party, it doesn't even matter what you say. Your wife will get mad at you. Oh, you're growling. You know, this is, she doesn't like, it's, the, it's like women read the tone and not what's actually being said, not what's right or wrong. And that's what's really unfortunate. But ultimately, they're right, though, because a dinner party isn't about... <laughs> One could one could say that a dinner party is not the time to discuss intense political stuff, which that might be right, unless you guys want to. I mean, you can. I didn't have a problem with this. I'm just saying I heard this on another thing. So. Uh, okay, so yeah, to reiterate, a lot of my information that I get is not from social media, but it's from um, streams and podcasts that I listen to online where they kind of do a lot of the same stuff, where they take in current events and then they derive their own types of opinions and, and add add things onto there and give you a real world thoughts on what's going down in the world. So some of these things I got here is, um, oh yeah, for women. So it's interesting that, oh God, I always, like, I don't always talk about this, but women have a lot more power in modern day than men. Um, like imagine if men, in the same way that women kind of like can dial up and dialed down their their expression of their love towards their husband. Um, imagine if men could do that with their primary role of protection. Just every now and then they could just give their wife a cuff on the cheek. That like that, that doesn't happen. I mean, maybe it happens for like you know bad people, husband abuse or wife abuser type guys. But like, it, it really does. I'm not saying it would be good if that was the case. I'm just saying that isn't it like if men did that. Would would the divorce rate be lower? <laughs> you know, like, because uh, I think every husband and wife out there who's been together for a long, long time, I'm not an expert on marriage, but I think we all know that both men and women make, get a little awry sometimes in the things they say and do in their relationships. And they could, sometimes men need that, emo men need that emotional punishment where it's like, you know, I don't lie. I'm loving you less because you're not being nice. Uh, sometimes women need a little physical punishment. You're being, you know, you're being too mean. Stop it or, or you won't be so protected. <laughs> and I promise that's not a pro woman beating joke. Go listen to Louis C.K.'s special, um, uh, Sincerely, Sincerely Yours or something. I think it's called Sincerely Louis C.K. Uh, he makes jokes. He makes he makes jokes about about child molesting. Uh, he makes jokes, obviously, about his recent accusations to do with uh, the the masturbating in front of people and stuff. Uh, 
he makes jokes about about oh god everything the main one i remember is the child rape because that was that was crazy that he was making jokes about that but he made it work he honestly made it work he did it in a way that was very funny he reversed it and i don't know if i could get sued for this but let me just talk about his bit in kind of a reverse way um he was talking about how he was like i wouldn't i wouldn't have sex with a kid to save its life not even if not even if he wanted to not even if uh uh if no kid would ever get raped again i still wouldn't rape that kid and then he's like well i mean under that circumstance if no kid would ever get raped again maybe i'd rape a kid and then he went into this bit about what he would do and say while raping this last kid to ever get raped and uh oh man it was very funny comedy is uh to uh to remind everyone out there in my opinion uh comedy is modern day preaching and the internet is the stage and you know i'm not that i want to be a preacher but uh comedy is the secular preacher it really is it's it's a person that looks at things from the most positive way possible in the same way that a that a church leader would um you know, always seeing the funny, but also delivering messages. And now those messages aren't rooted in, you know, all the things that are involved in religion. You know, as Dawkins would say, like, Richard Dawkins would say, like, testament of time arguments and all these things that the Bible and different religious doctrines use to stay afloat and keep themselves legitimate um, when they're not. It's that, it's that old, like, you know, oh, it must be right because it's so old, that type of stuff. So uh, that's why I like comedy, especially more so, is because I see it as as a modern day way of of sending messages of morality and sending good vibes of of funny and positivity without having to attach it to any kind of religion. But also, I also understand religion because there's a lot of people out there who think I, I I keep hope in that I think that we can all find this morality without some sort of a rigid religious structure. But there are also many people who don't think that that's possible. And I might be too young. Maybe maybe I'll change my mind on that. A lot of my close friends, uh, Mr. Uh, some of my tennis opponents there, I'll, I'll just say it in that way in case they don't want their names mentioned. A lot of you folks that I've been talking to feel opposite to me on that. So what else we got going on here? Kind of we got some other... So now that's a few thoughts I've had about women lately. Um... Fucking oh, this is kind of funny. Why the fuck do we have the letter Z? Like, it's just a sloppy S, really, isn't it? I mean, every word that has a Z in it could just be replaced with a fucking S, and it would pretty much still be the same word. So, anyway, fuck Z's, Z's. Um, <laughs> the so Ellen. Everybody everybody's thinks that Ellen... So Ellen is a lesbian, which is great. Uh, I, I am all about the lesbians. Love them. So I'll, I'll, I'd always be on her side. I also understand the kind of focus it takes to do something really good, like be a really good talk show host like she has. She's pretty funny. Uh, but the stories are is that she hasn't... She doesn't allow people who work with her to look in her eyes and all that type of stuff when she's walking around. She's got to stay focused. I think we've all seen, if we've ever watched an episode, like how sometimes she has like some male producers come out on stage in like outfits that are kind of a little bit embarrassing and stuff. So ob- there's the obvious ones, 
where she's purposely embarrassing her employees and stuff. So, you know, not great, but it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. She didn't hurt anyone really too bad, I don't think. So, do what I, do, I don't. T Tim Dillon, he's a he's a uh, kind of a, a satire stand-up comedian that I like a lot. He creates alter egos on social media and then kind of trolls people, pretending to be like a really offended trans person, you know, just because somebody says him or something. Uh, he, he put out a funny tweet about Ellen saying, oh, you know what I think, let's just put her in jail. I, I agree with him. I just think it's absolutely ridiculous. It's just, we can't be worried about every social exchange that happens at a company. These people are getting paid to be employed, right? Like, ploy. Ploy is in the word employment. It is all a ploy. They have you there so that they can make more money than you're making. You know, they make you feel empowered by employing you, and but really it's just a ploy to make you think you're empowered. And then afterwards you're like, wait, I wasn't really empowered, was I? No, I was a worker. I was a modern-day form of, like, a, a mild slave. You know, that isn't quite that has a slightly higher quality of life. That's what employment is. Okay? So, don't be mad if you, the person who's above you ha needs to focus on their craft a little more than you because their job is more important than you because of liability. That is the case. So, oh, this one I'll go by quick. I'm going to talk about this on the next episode more. I'm going to put this on the list here because I want to talk a, lo a lot about it. Um, Donald Trump had an interview with this, this Australian... Uh, named Jonathan. It was really funny. Anybody, if, if you, anybody listening who hasn't seen this interview yet, in its full 30 minutes entirety, please give it a listen. It's quite funny. Uh, it's funny, but you know, there's people who've said that 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 Jonathan embarrassed him and that he that Trump didn't do a good job. But I, uh, just a sec here. Trump didn't. He definitely didn't come off looking admirable. But that's because Trump was clearly thrown to the British wolves on this one. I don't know who let this Jonathan guy... Again, I'm not pro-Trump. But this Jonathan guy uh, who interviewed him was clearly like a slander artist. He was just kind of inter interrupting whenever he wanted, saying his little British uh, sarcasms. It's very easy to make somebody look bad when you splice in everything they say with British sarcasms. I know this. I'm I'm British, so that's what happened. I don't know why they let a hack job interview him, but I guess maybe people feel he deserves to be hacked on right now because they everybody sa says he's done bad with Corona, but you know Corona was coming whether we like it or not, and uh, they you know they, who knows they maybe made it worse so that they could try to make him look bad. So. It's up in the air for everybody right now. I'm, that's not my main opinion but on the whole coronavirus, but it really is strange that, that, a, that a cold that kills 80-year-olds has become so important to everybody. So, yeah, that's the Ellen. The Trump thing I'll talk, the Trump interview, I'll talk more in detail about certain segments of the interview on the, uh, on the next uh, episode. Sorry about all the uhs and likes and the belches into the mic. I am exhausted so that's probably why my body's up spitting because I'm melting in this garage and also I could use some food because I'm pretty hungry so that's a good question my girlfriend doesn't like to cook for me at all because 
she says that modern women shouldn't cook, then I just end up cooking everything. That's kind of rough. Uh, modern ladies out there, I don't know, what are the arguments for modern women cooking? You know, I, uh, I think both people should cook 50-50. I guess that's really the end of the argument. Um, who cares, really? It's just cooking, but... When you're hungry, you can get angry about it. That's for sure. Hunger creates anger. Uh, yeah, what else? <laughs> oh, better off better. So I, I asked, I've asked a lot of people to come onto the podcast. I've had a lot of good responses. There's these young kids in Boston that I've asked to come on. Their show is called Better Off Better. It's very funny. It's the three of them doing little comedic talks and joking. Every week that they do a new episode, they try to do a new thing like we'll run every day we'll run every day for a week we'll meditate every day for a week they do all kinds of cool shit um i've asked them to come on they were going to come on next week uh or was it this week i can't remember but um for now we're just going to wait and wait until we have more free time and we're going to get some of those funny people on here they are super funny even though they're just little children but they're definitely definitely geniuses just like daniel um, one other interesting thought I've had is, you know, on the side of a fake beer, it says, oh, less than 0.5% alcohol in here, you know, or whatever. I've been drinking some of those sometimes because I like the taste of them. And if they're on sale at the grocery store, you know, you can get 24 of them for like 10 bucks. And then you got 24 things that taste like beer because I just like the taste of beer, you know. So um, it's way cheaper. It's half the price because I, I normally pay 29.99 or something for my my 24 packs so yeah but would you i wonder if you were drinking a fake beer in public would you get a ticket i feel like you probably would what about if you were dry if you were drinking one behind the wheel that's that's another question that i had so yeah oh better off better uh <laughs> oh man this kid these, these kids have so many funny one-liners um this one was He's like, uh, the vagina is the envelope to the romantic relationship. I thought that was so funny. God, they're so quick at thinking of like one-liners. They do, they, they do the exact type of, the exact opposite type of comedy that I do. I do like a long-form type of eventually slide into accidental punchlines. They're dropping punchlines left and right. So if you think my shit is boring, go and give them a listen because they are super funny. And hopefully I'll have them on in the next few episodes. Um... And you'll get to hear from them. So, yeah, but podcasts are flourishing in the world, which is great. All the podcasters out there are, are making lots of money and off of advertisements and all those types of things. I don't make any money from my podcasting. I really just like it as a hobby, as a sentiment, um, to get the right kinds of information out there and, uh, you know, to advertise for my real estate and stuff like that, which is always good. And... Uh, it, you know, it makes your social presence good for, for that type of stuff. And, uh, oh, what else? God, my brain. I, I'm going to listen to this later and realize that my my brain was just turning off and on while I was being recorded because I'm half dead. I, I need to go and, like, eat a burger or something, I think. It is, it's 3.30, so. Normally I, I record these first thing in the morning, but when I started recording this morning, what happened was I... I looked at a, a few other older podcasts that I had recorded with when I first got some of this equipment, 
and I realized I hadn't checked to see if the audio was actually working input-wise from both mics. And then, of course, I recorded two episodes, and the input wasn't working from the guest's mic, so had to scratch those uh, episodes. But they were still good episodes, and next time where we when we run it back, they'll be even better because it'll be like we did a rehearsal already, so... Yeah, 45 minutes in, that's pretty good. Uh, anybody out there, uh, you know, follow the Facebook page, the Instagram page. I put jokes on there sometimes. I'm also on Twitter. Uh, I have a website, stephanjackson.ca, but that stuff will all be in the disclaimers already. All the episodes are on the website. Um, subscribe to the YouTube page, which is because that's where, now that I've got proper video going and proper synchronization, the the YouTube will be the most full experience for you know, seeing what's going on here, because all you'll really, you, you know, unless you like audio only, because I actually, a lot, of, a lot of the podcasts I listen to, I do audio only, because I'll be driving or something, and then all you can do when you're driving is really, really audio, so that's what this is mostly for. The, just the audio is on the website, and the audio and the video is, is always on the YouTube, and all the different websites are all under Canadian Talk with Stefan. Just Google Canadian Talk with Stefan podcast. And Stefan is spelt with an A, by the way. Stefan with an A. Apparently there's this fucking NBA player. I, th- I think I talked about this on the George Floyd podcast. But um, there's this basketball player named Stephen, Stephen Jackson as well. But his is spelt with an E. And it always fucks up all the searches. So you'll, you'll type in Canadian Talk with Stefan Podcast. And it'll literally ask you if you meant Stefan spelt with an E instead of an A. Just because of that NBA player. And it's so annoying. But you know, just you can still Google it, Canadian Talk with Stefan, and uh, it all the website, the YouTube page, the Instagram, the Facebook, it'll all come up first, first hit. But it will ask you, hey, did you mean this? <laughs> when clearly not. I I typed forty letters, Canadian Talk with Stefan podcast. I don't think I messed up on that one, that one letter. Shouldn't. Oh yeah, too. If you click the correction, oh, I did mean Stefan with an E. It will change the entire search from all of my stuff at the top to all NBA stuff, which doesn't make any sense. But, I mean, the guy does, this Stephen Jackson, NBA player guy, he does also do podcasts. Uh, He was actually, I think I mentioned this already, but he was actually on George Floyd's, uh, sorry, he has a podcast called Up in Smoke, and he actually had George Floyd talk a little bit on it once. And now look at where we're at with that. Isn't that crazy, hey? Fucking crazy. So anyway, everybody out there, thanks for listening. You know, uh, enjoy your life out there. Listen to some good music. Thanks for listening to me. I hope I was able to give you some interesting uh, and most recent stuff going on. So next episode, I'm going to be talking about... uh, Episode 13 will be the next episode. I'm going to be talking about Trump's interview with the Australian. And um, I'm going to be talking about what happened at the poker game... The ho- poker home game that I used to run out of my house, um, with with mostly my friends, most a lot of distant friends, and it was actually uh, a largely it was a good game, uh, but later on in its existence, it, it was around for all four years of high school, or so. Uh, it got infected with some some of my friends who I didn't realize I'm going to get into it too much I'll tell the story about it but the, the, the poker game ended up turning dirty meaning meaning there was cheating going on and um, 
I'll, I'll give more details on that because it really did it changed my life in the sense that a lot of my friend groups I had when I was young disintegrated because of because of that um, you know you make lots of new friends in life 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 can be fine but uh, it is really something that I want to talk about on the podcast next episode because it was a big thing in my a lot of times a lot of the good things that happen in your life can be from the worst things that happen in your life you know so I'm going to go eat some salmon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Go for a run. Eat some eat some light meat. You know, keep it plant-based. Oh, diet. We'll talk about... We'll, I'm going to talk more about my opinions on diet next episode. Like, you know, what I think is the right kind of diet. Because I really do think that exercise is way more important than diet. I hate people who are like, you got to eat everything perfect or, you know, you're fat. You really don't. Run every day and then you can eat McDonald's every day. It doesn't fucking matter. Your liver and your kidneys may shut down, but <laughs> you don't you know, don't eat it every day. Anyway, thanks for listening. Everybody out there, I love you. Uh, this is Canadian Talk with Stefan Podcast, episode 12. 12 is my favorite number. Uh, check, out, check out the Ellen thing. Look up some videos. I forgot, oh, I forgot to talk about Will Smith and his wife cheating on him. I also forgot to talk about Nick Cannon and being a racist, because apparently he did some racist shit. Uh, I didn't really get through my list at all, did I? Oh my god, I didn't talk about Chris D'Elia. I didn't talk about uh, Elon Musk and, and his recent craziness. Okay. See you later, everybody. Have a good week. Week uh, first, first week of August, kind of. Sorry I've missed all these episodes to everybody out there. I am going to make sure I get back to doing them weekly. Been procrastinating, been taking time off. And uh, we're back, baby. We're back. Hope everybody fucking keeps keeps doing all right in life. I hope anybody who uh, thinks this podcast is stupid stops listening. Because I don't give a fuck. All right. See you later. Thanks for listening, and any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to CanadianTalkWithStefan at gmail.com. Thanks. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, where you can find a back catalog of all our episodes. And we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions. Canadian Talks.